0: Welcome to Word on the Cloud, where we talk about what was, what is, and what could be. My name's Aiko, I'm your host. Hey everyone! I think that intro is growing on me. We'll see in the next few podcasts if it sticks, but for now, I dig it. But welcome to the cloud! I hope you've been having a wonderful first week of November. Happy November! I woke up on the first at like 5-something in the morning. I knocked out early Halloween, and I mean early, like 8.00. Wasn't that happening of a Halloween, but I woke up telling myself this is the month I get it together, like every month. (laughs) So this past week, I've really just been trying to center myself and really think about my habits and taking a look at my emotions and mental state. Uh, So let me know how November's going so far and if you've been thinking anything similar or feeling anything similar to that. I also wanted to give a shout out to Thanks Dad Podcast, one of my favorite husband and wife duos. They were really sweet and mentioned My Cloud and I on their show, and it meant a lot. My podcast is like a cup of hot cocoa, then theirs is an espresso shot, and they give some real perspectives on certain situations like work and things happening out there in the world. I really love the back and forth between both of them. They're super funny. and It feels like I'm sitting around the table listening to family talk, so I recommend checking them out. Very sweet and good people. They're on Anchor as well as Spotify and on Instagram. Instagram is at thanksdadpodcast, but podcast is spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T. So thanks. Thanks, Dad Podcast. I appreciate you guys very much. Getting into the subject of today's episode, though, I remember friends saying to me after their breakup that they knew what love was, but they wanted to just basically experience things without a partner. The quote, single life. And this was understandable, You know, especially after coming out of a long-term relationship. I went through the same thing at 19, except I had experienced a short relationship. But in that time, I was shown what it was like to be listened to and for someone to encourage me to be myself. I actually ended up moving a few months after we started dating, because I lived with my family at the time. And long-distance relationships can be difficult to maintain, so things had ended. And I thought, well, now what? And for a couple years, I convinced myself that I wasn't looking for love ever again. You know, at 19. But I ended up moving back to where my love had lived, and it's stayed ever since. But looking back at that time period, I really tried to convince myself that love wasn't for me. But everything I did was in hopes of finding that same loving feeling. It just didn't work out at all in the same way. So I could understand what my friend was saying, in a way, but the truth was that love just wasn't around anymore. Same friend, gets into a new relationship, and you can notice the obvious push of trying to make it something it's not. So it's easy to say you don't want something when it's no longer there, but the feeling stays. And I don't think that we're heartless creatures to our core that don't have that ability to love and have long-term relationships. But we allow ourselves to be that because we allow ourselves to think that. This isn't to say that we can't have a fun, non-committed time, but make sure that's what it is if you say you want that. Other than that, you're in the cycle of denying your feelings yet doing things based on those feelings, and then being disappointed that it's not working out as well as you thought it would. If you go from a relationship that has love, has security, and try to place that on another who may not be capable of those things or not interested, then you're just going to keep hurting until you learn. I wanted to make this episode to address how we handle love. I've noticed so many rejecting the idea of it, yet giving off all the vibes that that's what they really want. I've seen this come across in a few ways, some online, some not, and I want to provide some advice on how to handle it. And this is for everyone. I always try to make sure that the tips I provide can be used at any time, anywhere by anyone. But before we get into those, let's first talk about the ways that we reject love and why. So I've seen this a few times enough to be concerned that there are possibly many others that think the same, but I'll see a video of a happy couple. Doesn't matter what they're doing but if they're clearly smiling, having a good old time, there's always a handful of comments that say things like, they're still gonna cheat though, or someone sharing a relationship horror story or someone talking about how cringy it is. Personally, I'd rather see a couple having a sweet time, wearing matching pajamas and watching movies, however, quote, cringy" that may look, over a couple airing their dirty laundry any day. But let's break down these comments. That they're still going to cheat though I think gets me the most, because it's already something you don't want to think about or experience being put onto a happy moment. And it implies that you can be nice and be good to someone, but they're still going to hurt you, which is not a good way of thinking of kindness, that when you do something nice for someone that it will be met with betrayal or something negative. It also gives the impression that this comment was something personal, that this person maybe was sweet, maybe was good to the partner, and that happened. And that's where the rejection and desire of love play a part, an unhealthy part, because that shows you had something like it, but got hurt, and now you feel animosity towards love. I remember also seeing a video of this woman, she was talking about relationships, and said that you should date someone that you could see yourself marrying, that you would see as a good father or mother, you know, for the possibility of having a family and all of that. And the comments, there are some who agreed, personally I agree, I can say that yeah. It was basically implied all of life that you eventually settle down, start a family, and take care of that till heaven calls you back. I like that idea, though. I like the idea of having someone I love and care for and about that long, and vice versa. The idea of two people who work together to make something greater than both of them, you know. But their common sense of this advice and way of thinking was toxic. Of course, it's a handful of what I saw because I didn't want to go down a rabbit hole. But there are comments calling it toxic that didn't elaborate. I almost wanted to comment back and ask why, but I didn't. There are comments that had more explanation, like some of us just date for fun. And I can only make assumptions about what the woman in the video had to say about that. But for me, I can understand that. And you're more than allowed to do that, just as much as you're allowed to date seriously. But for these comments to put down this idea was crazy to me. If you're dating for fun, date for fun. Make sure that the other person knows that that's what it is, and don't let yourself get serious, because then we're just back to square one. Wanting love and doing things that won't bring you any closer to it. Sure, you'll date for fun, and there are those who can do it. I will stress a certain type of person who truly cannot settle down, who doesn't mind if they end up alone at the end, and to each their own. You know, I don't mean that in a negative way at all. It's how they live, and it's genuinely okay for them. But to those just saying that this won't be anything serious, then letting themselves get mentally and emotionally involved, when does this relationship end then? Because we know you don't want to marry them, supposedly. You don't want a family, supposedly. Is it once this person does something that doesn't sit well with you? Anybody might do that. Is it once you're bored? Is it once you've realized that this isn't what you really want? When going into a relationship, it's important to think about the intention. What works for some? won't work for others and it's important to make sure that you make moves with purpose. If you're just going with the flow, who knows what something you're not taking seriously could turn into. It could be time wasted, it could be feelings hurt, and that's just another disappointment in a way. Or it could be serious and it could be an unplanned parenthood, disease, etc. I mean that seems extreme but we need to remember that these things can happen. You're still doing the same acts in a relationship you're taking seriously But there's increased chances of these dangers when we're just dating because we don't want to be alone, or we're bored, or we're just having fun. And I'll stress again, you are free to do whatever. Don't let me be the one to discourage you, but always know that you are the one who has to live with the consequences or rewards of your actions. And also, you're the one who has to live with how you feel and your truth. So all in all, I'm saying be intentional when it comes to dating or seeing another. But we'll go over some tips in a moment here because I also wanted to talk about some of the ways we may unintentionally push away love. Now, I feel the examples I just used were a little obvious, so let's look at some of the less apparent ones. One that I wanted to talk about, and I don't know what the reaction to this one's gonna be, but I think it's important to talk about. So, I can't tell how many times I've seen the phrase, forget all men. Of course, I'm using the family-friendly F word, but you know what I mean. It's usually followed by, am I right? Which, if you have to ask, I'm not going to convince you. I've also seen these posts that say, You know what men don't deserve? And the next slide will say, air. And trust that I can understand that this is found to be funny. I'm not laughing, but I get it. Clearly men will continue to get air. It's all around us. We can't just direct air to the women of the world. I see. But think about the actual message with that. I've yet to see a forget-all-women post, or one saying we don't deserve air. Granted, they might exist, but I've seen enough of the men post to know that this is a trend. And I imagine if it did say women, that the reaction to it would be a lot heavier. That would seem very harsh, and maybe it's because we're more emotional, we're softer. You know, that'd be like saying, you know what bunnies don't deserve? And maybe you get my point. Now again, think about the actual message that's being put out there. I've never said forget all men, or men don't deserve air, because then I'm including my brothers in that. I'm including my father, you know, granted some of us don't have a great relationship with male figures in our life, but we're putting everyone into this poor generalization. If I had a son and was saying that, what does that mean about him? You know, that'd probably also make him think that I mean that about him. And he may say, well, I don't care about none of that. And you're welcome to. You know, personally, I never want to tell people what to care about or what to think. However, playing into that, I'd say, okay, forget that. But be aware that this is also reinforcing a negative mindset about the other gender. I saw a post that said, I hate men, but I hate how I'm attracted to them more. It's a very contradicting sentence and can cause issues. You're saying you hate something, but you want it. My boyfriend had made the comparison that that was basically like saying, you hate knives, but hate stabbing yourself more. You know, hate is not a good place to start from, because that is already giving the other person an unfair playing field. Man or woman, you know, at this point. I use these men examples because they're abundant, but this goes for everyone. So, what do we do? Well, my first bit of advice, as I say in every podcast I give tips in, is be honest with yourself. I think that people are very aware of how they feel, what they think, what they think about something to the core. They know how they feel about something to the core. They know, you know. So be real. Don't say you hate men and women when you don't. What you really probably hate is the men and women you've dealt with. And they all seem like that because you have a type and create a pattern in this cycle for yourself. Don't say you don't want love if that's what you truly want. Seems kind of backwards to do things we don't want to do as opposed to what we do want. And with this, also noticing where you may be making decisions that are less than beneficial. Like mentioned, if you're having this negative feeling towards the opposite gender, ask yourself if you may have made an error in judgment. What caused this? Did you play a part in it? We're assuming everyone is like that and we keep telling ourselves this and posting it and saying it to others. We're reinforcing that negative mindset towards the other gender or even the same gender, possibly giving power to our bad choices and not addressing that. So what happens? We keep attracting flies, and we're not using honey. So my next bit of advice is take people as they are, as what they show you. I suppose the equivalent for me for the forget-all-men post for women would be when a woman says she prefers to have male friends over female friends. That's a negative towards women, saying that we can't be friends. And I've seen these women get picked apart by other women and called pick but you're just proving that woman right when you do that therefore making their belief more concrete i could say the same thing i remember working at this retail store I was new i remember the male employees were more welcoming than the female ones maybe like well but it wasn't like that i did end up dating the one that all the women like though and i say women i was 19 and everyone else was early 20s still acting like teens at points but I ended up dating him, still date him, and it was understandable that they liked him because he's very kind and wonderful. But those women, the majority and the ones around my age, did not treat me very nice. I remember the manager asking one of them to help teach me something related to the job, and she just didn't even speak to me. There are a few other instances, but I'm not gonna bore you with old work details, but you could feel the exclusion from the other women. However, even saying all these things feels silly. Why can't people just be? But I think it's important to acknowledge that these things do happen, and it can create those ideas of forget-all-men, or I can't be friends with women, only men. I could have let those interactions make me apprehensive towards women, and when I was younger I did think like that, but now I've realized that people are going to be rude regardless if they're rude. I know some wonderful women in my life who are the sweetest. It's about recognizing that people are individuals with their own motives, their own way of saying and doing things, and the result is going to be different based on their perspective and the way the world has formed them. So all in all, it's not that you hate all men, you hate the ones you've dealt with and that showed you a negative side of that gender. Same with women, that showed you that negative side, but just as there's bad, there's good. And I use this example because I can't speak from a man's experience, but the lesson remains the same. I could have completely written off women as friends, just as a man could write off women if someone did something to him. Because these were small groups of many individuals, but I took each person as what they showed to me. One of the women that was part of that friendship circle but treated me nicely and didn't let others' opinions affect her, we went out for coffee a few times and hung out, and talked and had a great time. Even the one who was the most rude to me, I eventually messaged her and told her that that was silly stuff in the past, and we're both older now and I wanted her to know that I basically forgave it. And she responded, and it was all cool. We don't talk, but I made my peace with it, and it didn't affect my ability to still be friends with women. I think there are cases to make generalizations, but in regards to how we view people that we want to have relationships with or interaction with, it can make it difficult because we're holding animosity towards a whole group, men and or women, so we automatically put these cards up whether subconsciously or not. My third tip, have something to bring to the table. I think we've managed to lower the bar, and when I say this, I mean that we've made the word relationship mean as little and as much as just being there. Maybe you look pretty, and that's not going to give you stable ground. I think that it's important to have a set of skills and hobbies that you're interested in. You can add something new to someone's life, do your own thing while being with another, and be more than just a body to take up space. Because when there's nothing separating you from the next person, well, next, and that sounds harsh, but it's something that happens, I'm just saying having more to offer than just a body being there, because then you can also be your own person, and the other person will see that you put in work for yourself, and they don't have to worry about you constantly needing them or their time and attention. My fourth tip, don't let others' opinions be your own unless you truly believe it, and I mean to your core. I believe I said this in my other relationship podcast. Everyone's entitled to their opinions, but not everyone is a good one. Consider the source of the advice or of the opinion. Could there be some bias to what they're saying? How are things working out for them with that mindset? There's time to consider these things and examine, but we rush into things thinking we got all we need to know. But you really have to consider your own feelings and thoughts. You have to live with your choices and your feelings. Those others don't. My next bit of advice is don't rush. I think we don't like to be alone for the most part. Of course, there's always someone who can and be fine. But I think our fear and dislike of being alone can push us in the wrong directions. So we're not seeing the red flags or the things we may not care for so much in a week, month, whatever. My boyfriend and I start dating fairly soon after meeting each other. and Of course, it wasn't terrible. I left for two years, as mentioned earlier, and still wanted to try again. But we started dating and it was a little rough because I still had some growing to do. It was my first relationship. And we can say, well, it was your first and true. But even if it was my second, third, fourth, if I have an issue internally, it's going to manifest itself on the outside unless I've addressed it. And it's going to cause as much as an issue on the outside. So that brings me to the last tip I have for you, which is learn to love and respect yourself. Ah, yes, it always comes back to that, don't it? (laughs) <laughs> and you may say, I do love and respect myself. Okay, how do you treat yourself when you mess up? How do you treat yourself in general? How do you feel when you look in the mirror? How do you talk to yourself? If you don't truly, that isn't going to translate into love to another person very well. You can say all the sweet things and do all the sweet things, but if you're troubled, then that's going to defeat all of that. I would basically invalidate anything good I would do if I got too much in my head and thought poorly of myself. And how many of us do that? Plus, that energy would leak out and now everything around me takes at it. This also plays a part in what you attract. If you're down on yourself or not respecting yourself, that may attract the opposite of comfort. Some can prey on that. It's not right, but it happens. For example, I've seen women, sorry women. But I've seen women who put out very provocative photos and push self-love and respect and power in it. But then the comment section is just filled with the most nasty, mean in all ways, comments. Not saying that that's right to happen, however, oh and that's a fancy butt, where can the self-love and self-respect come in or flourish if we're being met with that kind of reaction from others? There is power in being a woman, there is power in the female form, but we're not using that power the best way we can. Moving out of this, take a look at the reaction you get out of people by doing certain things. I'm not saying change yourself for others, but if you put out a certain message about anything, see what happens compared to when you do the opposite. If you want to, if you feel like maybe the interactions you have with your outside world don't exactly play out how you want them. If you hate it, Go back to what you were doing, or better yet, find what works for you. When trying things out, ask yourself, am I getting the reaction I want? Do I truly feel confident and good in what I'm doing? How you treat yourself really does teach other people how to treat you. I saw someone get upset over that saying because they felt they should be respected and treated nicely in general. And I get what they're meaning, people should approach you with respect and kindness. I don't want someone coming at me in any other way but. but. If you are putting value into things that don't have any substance, you're attracting something or someone that's going to leave you hollow. And I get it, that's mean, and I honestly struggled with writing this episode. But all in all, you don't want something good to pass you by because you're wrapped up in whatever image of love was put out there for you. Understand that people are going to have all sorts of opinions on this topic, and that will be based on their choices and experiences. But those don't have to be your choices and your experiences, you know? If you feel confident in something, truly, go after it. If it doesn't work out, continue to learn from it, as well as yourself. Let your heart get stronger, but not harden after the hurt if it happens. And never regret being loving. But that was all from me this week, everyone. Do with this information what you will. I do want to thank you for sharing your time and energy with me. And I'll talk to you again soon. Later.